It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Welcome back to Beyond the Building podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us. I'm Debbie Kiever, Laura Pereno. We are from the Beyond Women's Conference, and we have a special guest joining us today, Eunice Lai. You may have seen Eunice's face on the funny videos on the Beyond Women's Conference, but she's also the fantastic voice on the bumper. I learned that's what it's called at the beginning, at the end of a podcast. And so Eunice has a tremendous story on this theme of transition. We're focusing on transition in June, July, and August, but we're using June to introduce ourselves to you. And we really wanted to give you the opportunity to get to know Eunice better. I've known Eunice for several years. She attends a women's Bible study at my house. And the more I get to know her, the greater my love and appreciation grows for her. So Eunice, welcome today to Beyond the Building podcast. We could not be more thrilled to have you join us today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on this. This is my first podcast. <laughs> well, you have quite a story, we understand, about transition, and we are excited to hear. Well, thank you for having me. Well, um, you know, I guess I could start out with, uh, it's been quite the adventure. Two years ago, the uh, Lord actually dropped the word, of all words, pivot, <laughs> into my mind. And um, I thought, okay, that's an interesting word. And I started to see it and hear it everywhere. So in Delaware, we have um, pivot physical therapy. So, oh, that's right. you know, I would just end up in shopping plazas and there would be pivot physical therapy. And then, you know, there would be the company branded vehicles driving by. And of course, again, before two years ago, I never saw it anywhere. Um, you know, I would come across articles on business strategies and they would be referencing pivoting for growth and pivoting to plan B. Um, mm. You know, I would be talking to someone on the phone and they would be talking about, you know, dealing with data sets and using Excel pivot tables. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what, Eunice, seven years ago when God planted the words beyond for the Beyond Women's Conference, Laura and I began to see that word show up everywhere. We yes. actually started taking pictures of it and saving them because it was just such a confirmation that he was doing something yes, beyond what we were expecting. And he likes to repeat himself as if you <laughs> didn't get it the first five <laughs> times, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I just, you know, in fact, it's funny because just last week at the store, I heard that word in, mm -hmm. in a conversation. A lady was talking about how she did something to her knee. She injured her knee. And then that's when that word popped up again. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh, how timely. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. So I thought, you know, this is, again, two years ago, I... I knew what it meant, but I decided to look it up, um, you know, in the dictionary just for uh, more specifics. And in the noun format, it's a fixed point, a pin or shaft on which a mechanism turns or balances on. And in the verb format, it's to turn on. So along with those definitions, I thought, you know, there was a picture of a basketball player because, you know, you often hear that word pivot in a basketball game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it has to do with the footwork. And so I Googled basketball 101. Okay. <laughs> so you <laughs> so did not play basketball then? <laughs> no. 
But here's the thing. The triple threat position is an actual position. It's an offensive position in the game of basketball. So it, um, you know, it, it's a stance where one foot is the pivot foot. And so that foot is anchored into the ground. It's rooted. It doesn't move. You can't pick up. You can't change. You can't drag that foot. Otherwise, you're going to mm. be called out for traveling violation. And then that pivot foot actually allows you to, to swing around and to move the other leg around and really be ready and flexible for the next thing. And so it's called triple threat because you've got one of three options. You can dribble the ball, you can pass it, or you can shoot it. So, you know, that, like I said, this was, the Lord loves to take me on little word treasure hunts. And so that was, that was fun. I started thinking about that and he started speaking to me more about this triple threat position. Well, Eunice, when you shared with Deb and myself your testimony or where God was leading you recently, when you spoke the word pivot, something just really came alive in my spirit. So I was Mm -hmm. so excited to hear what God had been speaking to you about this. But I also think it's interesting in these times where he is positioning us for something new, you know, showing us the more that we are created for. I think it's so interesting that he he does pivot us, right? So would you be able to share any uh, practical examples of how you were able to pivot or suggestions on how we can put ourselves in that position to pivot Uh, when we are stepping into the new or the more that God has for us? Sure, absolutely. I think the key is that that pivot foot has to remain anchored. Mm. And so for me, my personal story is that, you know, it, it was about anchoring myself into the unchanging truth of who God is, his character, his nature, his ways. I mean, he's unchanging his immutable. So in times of uncertainty, it's really just focusing on him, not focusing on the situation, not focusing on, you know, the swirling and the chaos and what's Mm -hmm. next, but really on who he is and his Mm -hmm. word that he is a good, good father. He was all, he's always for me, not against me. He has a plan for me, a future for me, um, you know, a hope for me. It's never, you know, never to harm me. Right. But it's to prosper me and just really anchoring into these truths and contending for them, you know, and not allowing myself to be shaken to, you know, to, to be looking at what's going on on the outside, um, you know, so yeah, that really, really was helpful. You know, I I spent years as a physical therapist, and so there was always an emphasis on having one stable foot on the ground Mm. when you go to turn. And it's that same principle. And so for you, I can just picture that one place that you're anchoring in while you feel like God is redirecting you. Mm. And so if you have your foot anchored in a place that doesn't change, you know, he doesn't change, then it allows your stability to be maintained while he stretches you into a new direction but that's that's a great that's a great visual Eunice I love that planted foot analogy it really is is. yeah I have to say that was definitely from God um you know and I think it's important to remember that as long as that foot is grounded you you know you can you're ready for the next thing you're ready for the next move and that move can be a game changer Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love the fact that it's an offensive stance It's Mm. not, you know, in a place of just, you know, well, 
all right, you know, playing the victim, let's be on the defensive. I mean, it's about, they call it actually, some coaches refer it as, you know, uh, it's sometimes a triple threat. Sometimes it's a triple uh, attack, actually. Hmm. (laughs) So So I love that picture of taking ground. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Um, because I know you and I know how grounded you are in the word, was there any particular Bible character that you looked at and said, wow, this person really understands what it means Mm -hmm. to be uh, grounded uh, in a relationship with God in order to step into what their calling was? Absolutely. That person would be Moses. (laughs) Mm. So I love that Moses... Um, the way I put it is that he pivoted to a pivotal moment when he was just, you know, doing the day-to-day mundane tasks of being a shepherd. Um, You know, we know that he had killed the Egyptian and he fled and he was in Midian and he was tending sheep and, um, you know, he was a shepherd for 40 years. And one day he just happened to come across, um, an event that is actually usual. I mean, it, it, it's a common event in the desert, a bush on fire. However, there was something about that that was a little different. Okay. The mm-hmm. bush, it was burning, but it was not consumed. And so what Moses did was he noticed it. He turned toward the site. He positioned himself to be part of what God was doing at that moment. Mm-hmm. And that just really spoke to me. How did God do that in your life? What's your story of how God positioned you for the more that he had for you? You know, my story actually is back, you know, three years ago. um, You know, it was after a series of events and circumstances, and it was through the support and prayers of my prayer shield. I made a really tough decision to leave what I thought at the time was an ideal position uh, in the corporate sector with a company that had a promising future. So, you know, one night as I was laying in bed, I, I had an encounter, and it was a still small voice within. I heard the Lord ask me, are you happy? You know, are you willing to walk mm-hmm. away from it? And I thought, you know, well, I want to work for a Fortune 500 company. I I want the security. I want the pay grade level. I want a solid retirement package. I want to advance. I want to be promoted. There's nothing inherently wrong, um, you know, with wanting these Mm -hmm. things. But I know that it was at that time, there was a pivotal moment in the sense that I felt deep within me that there was an awakening to the realization that I was created for something more. And I the time I had no idea what the more was, but I knew I wasn't happy. I knew that I felt like a cog in a machine. I, um, I, you know, I've always approached my work like, you know, under the mentality, the attitude of bloom where you're planted. And it offered me many job opportunities and I'm appreciative of that. But, you know, there was a deep status dissatisfaction with the status quo. And, uh, you know, just even the question of, do I even know what my purpose is? That, that came up during that time. Mm. So you stepped down out of corporate America, and then like, how do you know where to go? Well, then, you know, the Lord was really dealing with me. Um, he opened the door for me to go to ministry school. So it was a, a school, the Georgian and uh, Winnie Banoff have a school in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I decided you know, after thought, after prayer, that I was going to take that risk. And initially, I did not want to 
you know, I, I had to think hard about it because I thought, you know, this is probably not a good idea. I had this thought that I would just take some time, you know, out of the corporate world and regroup and probably step back in at some point in time. But, um, you know, off I went on this year long, uh, you know, adventure really. And it was, you know, it was really a time of restoration and God was really taking just what was in my head, the head knowledge. And, you know, it was, it was happening in my heart. It was just, you know, he was dealing with just areas of performance, of people pleasing, um, of perfection. And, you know, these are hindrances and you don't always notice that they're hindrances, you know, especially sometimes, you know, it can look like a model employee, you know, mm. someone who's achievement oriented, someone who's performance driven, someone who cares about the thoughts and opinions and perspectives of their fellow employees. Mm. But actually, it was a mask that I wore to cover up some deep insecurities, to cover up sort of a lack of purpose and, you know, confusion about direction and, you know, just fragmented self. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because you referred to Moses and you talk here about this time that you took off, right, that maybe could be viewed as uh, other people may have seen it as not a wise decision or not the way to go because you're stepping what other people may have thought down, right, into a time off. Absolutely. And yet it was in that time off, right, which is never a time off, that God was bringing all these things to the surface for you to prepare for the next thing, the more that he's having you step into. I mean, who better than Moses to refer to in this situation? Because here Moses lived in a palace. He was heading toward a promise, right? And for 40 years before he sees this uh, burning bush, for 40 years he finds himself in the wilderness. Same kind of thing. People may have looked Absolutely. at Moses and thought, well, there's Moses. Like, too bad it didn't work out for him here, and now he's here. But what God was doing is he was preparing him to come back to what he had for him. It's pretty miraculous. And I, I love that that's your story because I think there are so many people who are listening and so many who will listen, who would have a similar story uh, where God has taken them out of one place to prepare them in this time for what's next. I think he uses those pivotal transition pieces to help reset who is who are you identifying as? Or, you know, you, you were seeing yourself as this model employee and God was having you step back and career aside, who is Eunice Lai? Yes. You know, who did he create you to be? For Moses, was he truly Egyptian? Was he truly a Hebrew? I don't think he quite knew who he was. And so God was using that time to say, all right, and this is who I've called you to be. Yes. And this is the purpose I have for you. But it's those time away uh, periods of time that God, I think we hear him better at those times. Absolutely. Okay, so and Moses is like, you know, we all identify with him because, you know, he still had that wilderness mindset, right? He had, you know, he, he had fear. I mean, he was still dealing with that old identity. He and had old so, shame. He had shame uh, issues. Exactly, right. You know, yeah. Not fitting in, you know, anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, so you take a year off, you go to school. God does a heart, a heart redo. A, yeah. a thinking, a mindset redo in your life. Mm -hmm. And then what happens next? Well, then I'm all excited to come on back 
and I have this renewed, uh, you know, with a, such a time of refreshing, I thought, okay, well, you know, I mean, obviously I'm to go back to the marketplace, but now having this glorious experience, I'm going to go back into the marketplace. I'm going to go get a job, you know, in HR operations or talent acquisition, program management, project management. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be changing and shifting the atmosphere in the workplace. <laughs> so I had these ideas, right? So I come on back and, um, you know, we start to notice that my dad has memory issues. And at first we thought it was just due to his age, but, you know, more, more and more, it just became obvious, um, you know, that it was more serious. And so we took him to get some tests and later he was diagnosed with dementia. Mm -hmm. And that was a really tough blow for me. That was really tough because here's my dad, um, you know, a, a scientist and just, you know, having been just researching doing decades of cancer research and you know he couldn't remember my birthday let alone you know what he had for lunch you know mm -hmm. let alone the fact that he ate lunch 10 minutes ago so it was crushing and I really I, I went into isolation and I don't do that just because I know that's my tendency so you know I know myself but I felt like I really couldn't go to anyone. I was ashamed of the fact that as much as I love my father, but that I was having these thoughts like, you know, Lord, did you forget about me? Um, mm -hmm. You know, you told me I was created for, for more. Is this it? <laughs> Is mm -hmm. this my lot in life? What about my dreams? Mm -hmm. And so it just seemed like I came back from school all excited, right, about, okay, what's next? but only to be in this situation and just transitioning into just a, a caregiver for, mm. for my father. You know, I think so, so many times, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think so many times when God is pivoting us towards something else, we find out that there is something in between mm. that he is calling us to do for this season. Yeah. Like we are still headed there, but he brings us another gift disguised in something tough you know, to, to live out as he's taking us to where we're going. Yeah. So that, that's really a beautiful, uh, a beautiful story of love and, and God preparing you for what's next by honoring and ministering to your dad in that way. And there's absolutely things that I'm sure he was planting in your heart, more lessons he was teaching you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I think he holds us up, he delays stepping into that more because the, the door is not ready to be open just yet. He's lining things up, and he's like, almost, you're almost there, not quite yet. Mm -hmm. And so what's more important to us is, is it listening to his timing, or is it just chasing our dreams? Mm -hmm. Because if we try to chase ahead of his timing, then we're doing it on our own strength, and that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. All right, so you're, you're loving on your dad, taking care of him, honoring him. You've got a dream ahead of you. Where do you go from there? Well, you know, in that time, really, it's it's interesting because here we are, shelter in place, right, in, in pandemic, um, in a very interesting time. But yet, during this whole time, I myself have experienced a divine reset 
it's almost like I had a pre-shelter in place because <laughs> I, I ended up, you know, I've been working and I've been working part-time, but that's allowed me extra hours to focus on different areas, you know, just my church, my home church, different areas, ministry, um, you know, different people in my life and just caring for others' needs. And, you know, I'm not in that that whole mindset that working that busyness and there's nothing wrong with that but I really did feel like the Lord had to take me out Mm -hmm. in order to deposit something within Mm -hmm. and really to it's it goes back to that analogy of the basketball player you know where I've got the just that anchoring just the foundation right uh, that's being built and that's being established um Laura, you know all about being unshakable, right? <laughs> and shameless, shameless plug there. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, to be ready. And sometimes, guess what? Being ready, um, you know, means just focusing on the task at hand, right? Mm-hmm. What's next? Just doing the day-to-day. But still actively listening. You're connecting with the Lord. I just, I, you know, during this time, I mean, it's back to the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it was a time of reset. It was a time of me just plugging into the Lord, of just really connecting with Him, you know, really just um, hearing His voice. I mean, you know, there's a lot of fear and uncertainty when it comes to hearing His voice, but I think we just have to understand that He wants to talk to us. He wants to talk to us more than we want to hear from Him. Yes. And, you know, it was like that fear and that whole uncertainty. Did I hear Him? I mean, the word says that my sheep hear my voice, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. And so it was that intimacy with him and that just connecting with him in that deep place, um, you know, where I feel like the, the, the heaviness was lifted off, mm-hmm. you know, just the sadness, the grieving, you know, I, dementia is tough. Mm-hmm. You, you know, my dad has good days, bad days, but I will tell you, it's a supernatural thing that I've been able to deal with and walk through this journey with him with so much peace, Amen. you know, with um, joy, even with Amen. a lightness. And, you know, and that really is just, it, it's to God's glory. It's his, yeah. just amazing grace. You know, Amen. as you have been obedient in the mundane, right? Now you're just actually starting back to work in the salon because the doors are yep. finally opening and uh, being a caregiver at home. I think it's really funny how God snuck up on you and started to open the doors because it started the way, I mean, I've been connected with you through Bible study, but how did Eunice go from Bible study to being more heavily involved with Beyond Women's Conference? I saw on Facebook a short video word of encouragement that your church had asked you to do something. Um, And most people were just doing little sharings, like a Facebook Live kind of thing. Well, you produced this four-minute hilarious (laughs) video. It was beyond. (laughs) And you did it all from your phone. And it was like, where did this come from? Amazing. So tell us what happened there, because that led to the next steps that opened up some doors for you. Well, that was a totally unexpected twist, right? <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what happened. I just said, okay, sure, I'll, I'll put something together. And I remember I knew I was going to talk about joy. I knew it because I had just experienced it, you know, walking through this whole, just the depression and just grieving my father and just him losing his mind and dealing with uh, dementia. But, you know, having come out of it with this whole, you know, just 
you know, he really turned my morning into dancing. And so I was like, I'm going to talk about joy. But here we are in this pandemic. And I thought, well, maybe I need to talk about Psalm 91 or maybe mm. I need to talk about faith or hope. And but, I mean, if that's all good, right? <laughs> but it was like, I've got to do joy. That's and awesome. so, you know, that was going to be the theme. And I, I got to tell you, it was so funny. Literally, I, it's not like I planned it. I mean, all of a sudden, this program slash talk show came to mind, complete with a devotional <laughs> and, so funny. You, know, a, um, you know, proclamation and prayer. And I thought, you know, I just went with it. I really did. And it was like I was coming alive as I was doing it. It was so much fun. And let me tell you, it's not like this video is viral. It's done on this, you know, it, the poor lighting, okay? And the video isn't even all that good. But I had so much joy and I've had so many responses, just people just saying just such kind things and saying how much joy, you know, it mm-hmm. gave them just to watch it. And just. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, there's something to this. Mm-hmm. And all I said was yes. That's really what I, you know, I just simply said yes, because we all know it's not about being able, it's about being available. And I was available and I was open to it. And you had been so (laughs) faithful in, in this journey. It's almost like God opened up these floodgates of creative ideas for you. It was truly, it was genius, which means it was God. Yes. So I remember yes. seeing that and I went, gosh, my face is going to crack from laughing at this video. So I said, Eunice, in this online women's Bible study, I've got some announcements. Would you mind making something for me? And what you put together, it went crazy. How many <laughs> how many views and people sharing it to family and friends? And they're like, who is this girl? And what is that fuzzy background behind her? And yes. you're like, it was just the rug from my bathroom. And it was just great. And that turned into... Eunice, would you mind doing something for Beyond, which went over the top? What was it in like a week? Not even a week. It had like over 400 views. Yeah, in just a few days. It went crazy. (laughs) So Laura and I, we may think we're funny at times, but we don't have that kind (laughs) of gift. We don't have the the quick gift that you have, and we recognize it's the Holy Spirit. Yes, We do recognize that. So, wow, what in a short little window of time, all because you were positioned and your heart was right, and you were anchored in him, mm-hmm. and you said yes. Mm-hmm. And he exploded something mm-hmm. inside of you that, I mean, you didn't know you had it. I didn't know you had it. And mm-hmm. Laura is just really getting to know you. <laughs> yep, that's right. Who knows where this is going to go? That's right. Oh, I know. Who knows, right? But we know that, I mean, there's more and that it's limitless. Right? That's right. We know God is limitless. That's and, right. you know, it's always according to his power that is at work within us. I mean, I didn't even think I would. I don't even think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just funny that you say that. I mean, exactly. I'm, more of a, I'm a thinker. I'm more, you know, pensive and I'm serious. I'm intense. And mm. so for me to be, I, you know. I, <laughs> I don't think there's one person out there who would agree with you who's seen uh, the videos. I think that when the Lord puts us in position, so often the things that he calls us out to do, right, are not the things that we think that we are good at, and they usually are things that surprise us. You know, you may not think you're funny, yet God is going to use your humor or your joy in order to minister to other people. I also love the fact that in a pandemic, like you shared, 
it would have been so easy to think people need a word of peace or people need a word of hope, which <laughs> they, they totally do. They needed they to totally laugh. They totally do. But God spoke to you, they need a word of joy. Yeah. And you went against what you might have thought was what they needed to hear and did what God said they needed to hear. And when we obey, even when it doesn't make sense, right, that's when the doors start opening. And it's just exciting to see. I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to who say, who did that video? What was that all about? And Debbie and I, when we watched the Beyond video for the first time, we were howling and we had no idea where it was going. And it was just hysterical. And even with Beyond, when we were in the building and now that we're out of the building, We've always tried to have something in our day or in our moments together that makes people laugh and makes people smile. Because sometimes when you really dive deep into the Word of God and He starts working in our hearts, right? Too much Some crying. tears start flowing, <laughs> right? Or we start to feel convicted or whatnot. We're changing. that. That's hard. But to have that light moment yeah. in it is just a gift. So yeah. for you to even bring that that lightness, that joy into uh, women's ministry that's so focused on helping other people get to where more is that God has for them. Yeah. It's just a, a beautiful piece that really um, was a gap, right? And God is filling that gap now. So I'm so grateful that you're a part of this. I'm so grateful that your story has merged with our story. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where God continues to take this because the laughing has just begun. I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's exciting. So. Thank you. And if people are sitting there going, well, this isn't very fair. This is a podcast and I don't know where to see these videos. If you go to the Beyond, beyondwomensconference.com, uh, you you can find Eunice's face on there, and it will be the one with the most views of <laughs> the whole the whole page. But and there'll be more. We're, we're looking forward to Eunice. Um, not only are you that wonderful voice at the beginning and the end of every podcast, but you also at the beginning of each month are going to just share your style of announcements of what the themes are, what are the podcast episodes for the month. So folks are going to start really looking at the beginning of the month. Where is Eunice? That's right. right. We're so glad that you joined us together uh, to be with us together today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Just grateful for that pivot that God you know, took you on or toward. And so I'm grateful for the fact that he is turning you solidly grounded in who you are in the Lord, in who he is, and he is turning you uh, to what it is that he has for you next. So just, I know when we were speaking earlier, you have an acronym for the word pivot that when Debbie and I read the acronym, we were just blown away. Five practical ways Uh, that we individually can pivot, things that we need to do in order to pivot. Would you be able to just share those five things with um, our listeners so that we can all be on the same page together? Sure. Just real quickly, um, it was interesting. I I did. I asked the Lord, uh, you know, how do you want me to communicate this? Um, You know, what is it, the takeaway from this word? And, you know, all of a sudden I kind of saw it just sort of listed out um, Mm. as like an acronym. So, you know, it, it literally just came to me, P, which we covered already, positioning yourself, right? And then I, intimacy with God, and that mm. Debbie covered in uh, the Beyond Women's Conference in her segment. So that's all about, um, you know, being close to him, just being tuned in 
right? Because he's always speaking, but are we tuned into the right frequency? Um, v, vision casting. And that's really about, um, you know, understanding your purpose and knowing what you, you know, I referenced earlier that um, I knew that I was created for more, but, you know, just this whole journey into um, authenticity, right? Just instead of living you know, who I should be, but who am I really? Who is I created to be? And, um, you know, it's interesting because even on recently, the Lord's been speaking to me about rebranding myself. Isn't that funny? Here we are. Right? <laughs> That's the next word, okay? <laughs> We're talking about pivot, but yeah, he's talking to me about rebranding myself. And so that's redefining my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I actually, do you remember the days of vision boards? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually feeling led to go back to that because I feel like, you know, I'm such a practical person in so many ways. I, mm-hmm. you know, the way my mind works is very left brained. So I'm systematic, I'm methodical, I'm analytical. I know you wouldn't imagine that from those crazy videos I do, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm starting to dream again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having just dreams that I've had from 25 years ago that I forgot about, you know, that were dormant. It's like I'm the Lord's just bringing them back. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that just seems so far reaching. But mm-hmm. God's like, well, hello, who do you think I am here? <laughs> <laughs> it's far reaching for you, but guess what? I mean, right. nothing is impossible with God, right? And so even just last week, I sat down and I said, okay, it's time to redefine my purpose, okay? Because purpose is not what you do. Purpose is who you are. And so someone's purpose might be to create. Someone else's purpose might be to serve. Someone else's purpose purpose might be, you know, to, to be like a warrior, to contend for, right? Causes of justice and whatnot. Well, here's what I came up with. My purpose is to be a bridge, So what I mean is that my heart's passion is to find, to present and facilitate opportunities that help others connect to their purpose so that they might enter into the fullness of their kingdom assignments. Mm. So if I can be that bridge um, to connect them to resources and to promote them in their assignments, that's where I find joy. That's why I have so much joy in making these little promotional videos, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. I I haven't Mm -hmm. figured out yet, right? But (laughs) it's really to find um, canvases for others to paint on. Wow, that's What a great visual. Yes, it is. Wow. And that just came up in the last two weeks. How about that? You're never too old. That was another thing that I would use that I used to say all the time. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm not 20. I mean, it just seems like an opportune time to make a career change or switch. You know, I mean, do I really want to take that risk? Shouldn't I go back to? I mean, I have other stories about like you know thinking I should go back to the workplace. And, you know, suddenly the computer crashes. Suddenly I can't find the, the, di- the, the USB drive that has all my resume and all my, you know, uh, there's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know what? I mean, the Lord is like, I'm doing something new. Yes. I'm doing right. a new thing. I mean, forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness, streams in the desert. Amen. You know, I mean, I've got a, it's, it's letting go of the dream in the past in order to have a new one, in order to birth a new one. That's where I'm at right now. 
Yep. That's awesome. That's a great testament. It's exactly where God wants us. So what's the O? And I, okay. Yeah. I was going to get back to that. <laughs> oh, overcoming opposition because obviously, you know, the enemy, right? I mean, he's always up to the same old tricks. So he's all about stealing, killing, and destroying the dream, right? The vision. So, um, that's the whole battlefield in the mind. And then um, T is transforming through transition. Because, you know, when you're in process, I mean, you don't think, oh, you know, there's transformation going on, right? You're just, you're dealing with depression, uncertainty, fear, anxiety. Mm. I mean, just a whole range of emotions, right? Mm. Um, but I really like, I know there's a lot of uh, metaphors or analogies for uh, transformation, but I love the story of the Chinese bamboo tree. Now, the Chinese bamboo tree, what grabs me about the story is that you don't see any growth in year one. I mean, it's a tree, so obviously it requires water, sunshine, you know, fertile soil and all that. Year one, you don't see anything. Year two, you don't see any growth. Year three and year four, you don't see any growth above the soil. But guess what? In year five, there is this sudden supernatural growth. And that bamboo tree shoots up like 80 feet in a period of six weeks. Wow. That's like over 13 <laughs> feet per week. Now, do you, I mean, obviously, do you think that that tree just, you know, shot up without anything going on underneath the ground? Right. Obviously, there's this complex root system structure that's happening underneath in the soil, mm. okay? I mean, invisible to the human eye above ground, right? But that's really what's, you know, what's basically um, causing or allowing that tree to experience exponential growth in the fifth year and beyond. Mm, mm. And isn't that just a beautiful picture of what, ha what happens inside of, inside of us through the process of transition as we grow, as we develop, as we mature? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's those things that are hidden, right, in yeah. that time in the wilderness, like Moses like you're talking about, where we are fed in ways that we don't even understand that we're being fed so that we are ready and positioned when God says, go. Time right? to go. Yep. And it's time to, yep. it's time to throw the ball, hit it in the net, and see where he's taking us next. So that that's an awesome, awesome, actually it's a perfect way to close <laughs> up this uh, conversation with you today, because I think that is a beautiful story. As we talk all of the time at Beyond about the fact that we are created for more and that God has more for us. Man, that is what he does, right? He creates us like that bamboo tree that you just explained. And year five comes around. And sometimes I think we look back and we say, where did that come from? Right. And yet God has prepared it all the time. And it is these moments where we can sit down. And I appreciate your story so much. I know we all appreciate your story because you've been open and raw and real, right? And it's in these times where these conversations happen and you're able to reflect back on your journey that we see the faithfulness of God before, during, and after the pivot, right? So I am so grateful that you shared your story with us today, Eunice. We are clearly grateful that you're part of, of our team here. I'm so thankful and we're so grateful that you're with us today. There's one word that we can take away from today, I think, in addition to pivot, it's that we are pivoting to joy, 
right? The joy of the Lord. Absolutely. And sure. so Absolutely. even just hearing you uh, talk and, and seeing what you're doing and what God is creating through you has just brought so much joy to us. And we're so grateful for you. So thank you for being with us today. We are truly oh. grateful. Thank you, Eunice. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies. I'm so excited about this new adventure. I we really appreciate really being part of it. Too. You're very welcome. And we are glad you're here. <laughs> So we are going to close out for today. We are truly grateful for you are with us, um, that you've been a part of our podcast today. We are going to continue to talk about transition in our upcoming podcasts. Uh, next week, I'll be sharing about my own transition. It's going to be called From Mom to Mom, which I'm so excited about. Debbie will be sharing the week after her transition, her personal journey. I'm also so excited about that. And we do hope that you'll be back with us for our next episode of Beyond the Building. Until then, we are grateful that you're with us. So thank you for Debbie, Eunice, and myself. Thank you for being with us, and God bless you. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more 